Welcome to the end at the end. You're just in time for the next chapter of The Forgotten Island. Why don't you grab a seat? I'll bring you a drink. While you're waiting, you can visit HumbleBundle.com by going to bit.ly slash HumbleIn. Right now, they got a deal going on Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Just the thing for the adventurers around here. Anyway, I'll be right there with your drink. the next chapter of The Forgotten Island, where we last left our intrepid adventuring party. They had just been confronted by the denizens of this island with a familiar face in tow. Will these characters prove friendly? Let's take a closer look, shall we? Let the adventure begin. And welcome to In at the End, the internet's number one, everybody's favorite uh, D&D actual play podcast. I am the mama bear tonight, DM Caleb, and with me, my littles are... <laughs> Alex, as Professor Franklin Graves. Uh, Dash is Eero. Yeah, that's right. That's where I was. Brett uh, <laughs> is Kurza, And Milo is Auto Surgeon. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me, friends. Um, I've got my uh, Sensi lit up. I've got my mommy juice. Um, what do you say, Littles? You ready to play some? I, I don't like this terminology I mean, yeah, yeah, that you seems... slipped into mommies and Littles. I hate it. It's I so it's gross. Kind of you can be mommy bear, kind of fun, but are you whoa, mommy whoa, whoa, and I'm daddy? I'm... Hey, everybody calm down, okay? <laughs> it immediately I wasn't expecting that kind of everyone <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it, honestly. <laughs> no, you're not. Sorry. You're not. I'm going to speak yeah. for you. You're not. You're not okay with this. <laughs> Sorry, I just had too much coffee today. If you say so, mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to me before my coffee. Okay, so uh, where we last left our adventuring party, um, they had hooked up actually with a, a, an old friend of ours, but a new friend to them. Uh, that would be Balin, who has somehow seemed to leap from one shot to one shot in this season. And after getting acquainted with Balin in this, uh, this environment, they noticed a sound coming from the brush and a large giant boar had just stepped through the grass line. And uh, I think that's where we left it off. Um, You are being confronted by a giant boar after having just met up with Balin and that's where we are. So, you guys ready to start this adventure? I'm ready. Let the adventure begin. I already opened mine. Damn it. 
Oh, nothing like a real dark stout on a hundred degree day. (laughs) So uh, if you'll recall, this giant boar uh, came into view. Yeah, boar boy. Well, this time. Not boar boy. Boar boy's boar. Yes. Boar's boy. Ragnarok. (laughs) As far as you can tell, it's the same boar, but really they all kind of look the same. So, Well, actually, Takurza. I have a really high animal handling and I can convey really simple thoughts and emotions to animals. So I would probably be pretty aware if this was the same boar and I'm willing to roll a check. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dice. <laughs> yeah. What kind of, what kind of check do you want? Um, animal handling, I guess, or nature animal recalling. Yeah. Socializing with animals. Ooh. Uh, not too bad. That's uh 14 for animal you're, handling. Yeah. You're pretty confident. This is the same one. And if I recall, I, I cast uh, speak with animals to say hello to this thing. That's right. That's right. Just okay. to make your job a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> Magic. Uh, yeah. And and so when it first came into view, it started scuffing its hoof on the on the ground and uh, lowering its head like it's about to do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's go ahead and let Franklin Graves uh, open up with this. Uh, talk to animals or whatever yeah yeah cast cast speak with animals look at the look at the boar and and uh, say but well, what are you doing here is your uh your boy around we're actually looking for your the whole family uh the boar kind of confused that you're in its head kind of cocks its head to one side and says family home oh the family's at home that's where we're looking to go and he snorts and he turns his head towards Balin, spots Balin, and you can see if if a boar has a brow, it becomes furrowed. Mm. And these tusks that jut out from the side of its mouth that are a human, a full-grown human's arm length long jutting out of the sides of this mouth start to glisten with a little bit of saliva as it starts to come off out to the sides. Um. And I can also determine uh, as a ranger what actions, if any, can be taken to avoid it attacking us. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> like if it, was on a, the table. if it was a wild dog and I, I could be like, oh, he just wants a bone and I could like give him a bone. Right. Okay. So, so the bone is Balin, then we're in trouble. But <laughs> the, the, bone, the bone in this moment appears to be Balin. You you don't feel like the rest of you are are um, the purpose of its salivation and and uh, rutting of the the hoof. Um, are, so are we all together? I think so. I believe. I so. thought we were. I separate yeah. came up, but no. I'm probably still stealthed. Um, I don't think you're still stealth. Um, you rejoined the group with Balin. And oh, you, okay, and you, okay, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah, we're yeah, headed right. towards wherever taking, the family is. And gotcha. when I sense yeah, I the boar the... coming, I I hid in the bushes. Say that again. And when I sense the boar coming, I I hid in the bushes. I think. I don't recall that. Oh, like do I still have pass do. without a trace on? <laughs> probably, yeah. It's still probably within that hour or whatever it is. Do you want me to roll f- for it? If you no, if you if I forgot you had pass without trace, so it should be easy enough for you to kind of slip off. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you, though. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> you know, it could uh, give way to an opportunity for a crit failure. So 
Let's do it. Oh, yes. Dang 38. <laughs> That's what he's been wanting to do. <laughs> okay, you're stealthed. Yes. God, uh, I love this game. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this boar, kind of not wasting any time, charges straight towards Balin. And Balin, not realizing the hostility in the moment, puts his hands up because it Balin knows the spore and you hear Balin say, Oh, Siggy, Siggy, old friend. And this boar doesn't seem to mind uh, his words and just charges straight at Balin and connects with Balin head on. Balin is thrown back 20 feet and you hear him thud on the ground. And then you hear, ah! and you don't see Balin anymore. Uh, and the the boar then runs off into the brush again. Can I have killed the boar any time between it hitting <laughs> Balin and running off into the bush? Um, what, You're too busy what, hiding. Yeah. What did you do <laughs> to, prepare, to prepare for that? Well, I heard it coming and I hid with a 38. Um, and then I was definitely ready to kill it. Okay, well, you watched everything happen, and you did not act, I guess. I could roll a retroactive initiative. No, I, th- I think I think we're going to skip that for this second. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, but but no, yeah. I meant to do this. I meant to well, do this. Yeah. I meant to wait. <laughs> um, so uh, what do you guys do? So, so the boar came up to us. And B- Balin was with us at, at this time, right? Correct. Okay, okay. For some reason, I thought right. he left somewhere else. No, you guys, you guys kind of stopped to sit and chat for a gotcha. minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so the boar comes up and then just punts him <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, punts him away. Yeah, and then runs off. Yep. Well, fuck. I, wh- where did Balin go? <laughs> I start looking for Balin. Perhaps the boar saved us the trouble. He seemed. Uh, Weak. He seemed like he had a lot of answers, but a lot of questions. Yeah, I, I don't know. He'll, he'll probably show up some other time somewhere else. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> should we go find him, or should hey. we go and get this boar who just murdered one of our own? We should at least see if he's okay. I mean, I mean, I could pull out like a cold steak and maybe do a compress for him or something. I don't know. A cold steak to jam into that boar's heart. Would that 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 is making sense? But like why don't we? I don't think that's how iron. steaks work. What, unless you're talking about another kind, like the steak that you use to murder people. Oh, who you, yeah, who's no, using steaks to murder people? <laughs> y'all, y'all are different... I know there's some things with vampires and steaks, but I don't think the boar was a vampire. You you all hear from about twenty five feet away. Oh my gods! This is it. Is it Balin? Or is it Boar Boy? It sounds like Balin's voice. All right. Let's go check on him. Yeah. I'll bring my stake in hand. We go sure. investigate. Okay. Wow. You uh, you go uh, to where you heard the voice. And, and Professor Franklin, you were kind of already ahead of the game because mm-hmm. you had mentioned that you wanted to look around for him a little bit. Um, and you approach this hole it looks like a sinkhole uh, about the size of a maintenance like in the street i don't want to use the word that i'm used to using because i'm there's supposed to be a new word for it i think really yeah it's no longer a manhole 
Oh. It, it's a they hole. <laughs> oh, manholes are different things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a pe- it's a it's a people hole. Oh. <laughs> the turtle lair hole. Um so uh so yeah, that that's how, about how big it is. Um in diameter. Or not very big. No. And in fact, you can um look over the edge and you can see the top of Balin's head not too far down like it's maybe a 10 foot drop it's really jeez Balin you you could you could hang and drop Mm. jeez Balin you okay you survived the most savage of assaults the boar (laughs) came right at you it did be a worthy warrior I don't know why we were I I, I've fed that thing Mm. I thought we were friends that was your first mistake yeah oh Feeding you the never wildlife? feed wild animals. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I, I was going to say friendship leads to backstabbing, but yeah, we can go with that. <laughs> uh, do do I, any of you have like a splint or something? I I fell on my arm and my arm's broken. I think. Oh, and, geez. Yes, and he, yes, yes. He Come holds on. up his Come arm here. and it's bent in, in an unnatural way. Yeah, I'm sure I have like a spare bone that I've collected off of. Uh, I've oh yeah, got a, I... I've got a medical kit. I I can I can I can tend a wound. Excellent, excellent. Um, so are you you coming down here? Um, why? What's can, down there? Is your other arm broken? I could I could pull you up, or or we could uh, pull you up. Can someone lo- lower me down? My other arm seems to be fine, but do you I, remember oh, me? What I'll is just it? Look down the hole, and uh, I'll, I'll take out my spoon and. And uh, dip it in one of one of my pouches, and I'm like, yeah, I think that's the right stuff, and and pull it back, and fling, and give them a healing word. So oh, cool! Four six. Oh, nice. Um, okay, excellent. Ah, thank you. And so now his his arm is feeling a lot better. He's still got it slinged, um, but uh, it seems to be feeling a lot better. Now, do do you remember? me telling you me being Balin uh, about a magical item that I was looking for. Yeah. You were just talking about it. Yeah. Like yes, seconds, ago, literally really seconds ago. Balin. ago Balin. Yeah. And it wasn't uh, that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's, we need to get a hold of this arrow. Right. Um, and uh, my understanding is that it was located in, some sort of hidden spot. And I think this might be the hidden spot that we were looking for. Uh, Cause look, and he points down and you guys will have to kind of crouch closer to the hole if you're not in the hole. Um, but you can make out that there's an opening at the bottom of this pit that leads off underground somewhere. And the, the ceiling is low like it's not normally when we think of dungeons, we always assume that they're at least like head height or higher when we picture them and we go in and do all this stuff. Uh, but this one seems to be quite a bit lower. Um, you might have to scramble a bit, but Balin seems pretty confident that this is this is the place to go. Oh, okay. Well, we're here to investigate stuff. Uh, I'm down and I hop in the hole. Hey. Yes. All right. Well, I, I mean, me, no, go ahead. I miss the underground hero. I'm going to go there now. All right. I like dark places. It's kind of where I'm best. I mean, look at me. I'm ugly. <laughs> Let's go in. And I jump in. 
go ahead and pick up three rocks and uh, pull out some uh, uh, some pieces of uh, dust out of a pouch and kind of sprinkle over the three rocks and they will cast bright light within a 10 foot radius. And I'll hand out the three rocks to uh, Balin and I'll give one to Eero. Yeah, I'll hop, to, hop on down as well. I'll tell the zombies to circle around here because uh, I don't want to bring them in if it's cramped. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then they just, uh, they shove, I, I tell them to just guard this place and to shove anyone that gets close. Shove them. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, now that you all are down there, um, Balin kind of leads the charge a little bit and uh, you guys kind of crouch down uh, paying <clears throat> mind to to the height of this tunnel and you guys how, how wide is it uh, it's it's probably about it's it's fairly wide it's maybe 10 to 15 feet wide like you okay. could easily walk two to three abreast if you wanted to sure and just for the sake of marching orders um Personally, uh, I worry about the light. So if Balin needs it, maybe, hmm, I don't know. Um, I kind of want to be in the center of the tunnel. Um, like, it, you know, if you imagine it as like three spaces or whatever, mm-hmm. um, being in the center one. But um, what do you guys think for marching order? Because uh, I'd like to be away from the lights if possible, but I understand that other people might need them. So I could take up the back if uh, if necessary. That might be a better place for me. Uh yeah, yeah, I'll take up kind of the back area near um Kurza. I'll lead. Yeah. I'll follow in the middle there. Okay. And uh yeah, I'm also a no, so I probably don't have to squat down very much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So everybody else is ducking, but you're just walking as tall as can be. Um and uh it seems pretty simple. Uh Kurza or Otto, I guess since you're leading the pack, it's pretty much a one way, a one way ride. There isn't a whole lot of deviation left or right or anything like that, but you do notice that it is descending uh, rather, uh, rather quickly. And uh, go ahead and everyone roll me a perception check or actually just auto. And who's in the back? Uh, Kurza. Okay. So auto and Kurza. 13. Um, Also, I would have uh, uncle Charlie there at the front with me. Okay. 15 for me. Okay. And is Charlie rolling? He can. He does have a better perception than I do. (laughs) Uh, That's going to be 20. Ooh, nice. Um, You can tell Otto, this is kind of what clues you in and Kurza kind of snaps you to attention a little bit too. Um, Charlie seems to be getting agitated and communicates to you, Otto, that something seems to be approaching and uh as as you're becoming aware of what uncle charlie's talking about both otto and kurza you do hear something off in the distance you hear it in front of you but also where you just came from as if it followed you down the hole um i tell Eero right away and i do don my trident in one hand and my buckler in the other <clears throat> Well, I think we should just go down. I'll take off my shield and uh, throw it down on the ground and just begin uh, sliding like a sled down this uh, steep <laughs> embankment. That's Come cool. on, guys. Cool. And so do the rest of you try to keep up with Otto or what's going on? Uh, I don't have a shield to slide down, so I'll just just keep making my way down. 
Yeah, I'll just I'll just carefully walk down this embankment. Okay. Yeah, I uh, mm-hmm. I I carefully walk with my back. You know, I actually I actually want to be facing the way that we came since I'm perceiving something from there. Right. And Otto, just a point of clarification: is is Uncle Charlie with you or with? I, I, is there room telling everyone to follow almost? me? Okay. Uh, he can fly at a speed faster than me, so he can probably keep up. Okay. And this is a pretty healthy grade. Um, the the ceiling has gotten lower and lower and lower. So Kurza, Franklin, Hero, and Charlie, you all have to now start crawling on your hands and knees because of how how low the ceiling is. And Balin's right there with you. And here's um, this gnome on his knees sliding on a yeah <laughs> sled, and, basically. And Otto, you you uh, are moving at such a clip that you actually pass by what you think might have been the source of the noise, and you see yes. <laughs> and I <laughs> tell them what I see. Okay, you see a a swarm of of rats, and you. What do you do? Do you zip by them? Do you try to plow through them? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna kind of plow through them, and I'll okay. shout out to Kurza. Hey, dinner! There's dinner down here. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Um, so why don't you give me uh some sort of strength check to see how stable you can stay on that that uh shield while you're <laughs> uh, so plowing it's gonna be rats. an eight with a minus one, so seven. Okay. You don't take any out, uh, and you basically hit a speed bump, and you're on the other side of them now. Um, and the rest of you, you do hear Otto cry out, Kurza dinner, or whatever it was that Otto <laughs> shouted out to you. Um, and cooked rats are on the menu. Yeah, I'm certainly not worried if he's saying dinner. Like, I feel like I know that he means some sort of vermin, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, I'm going to uh, cast Flaming Sphere on top of them. Oh, cool. So a five-foot diameter sphere of fire appears in an unlikeest space of your choice on top of the rats uh, within range and lasts for the duration, which is concentration up to a minute. Uh, any creature that ends its turn while five feet with it while within five feet of the spear must make a dexterity saving throw. The creature takes 2d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a success. Okay. And I can move it as a bonus action later if I want. Wow. Okay. And they get a 15 on their decks. Um, I have a pretty high save of 16. Oh, damn. So how much damage are we talking? We are going to be talking... Uh, level five, 17 fire damage. Wow. Okay. Nice. Uh, you obliterate a large portion of this swarm. Uh, there still is maybe about a dozen left. Uh, so you've, you've taken out maybe two thirds. And uh, Kurza, it's at this point, you guys see flashes of, of flame and light kind of down the corridor a little ways. And behind you, you hear the noise getting louder. Kurza paying attention. And you are, in fact, correct. It is another swarm of rats. This this group is behind you. 
Um, and let's go ahead and roll initiative for everybody, please. All right. Ooh, very low. <clears throat> Four uh, total. I got. Uh, oh. I got 13. <laughs> and, uh, what was that? One, Still. one, 11. 11. Okay. And Rhett? 22, unfortunately. And why Why Alex? unfortunately? Because I have a huge bonus and advantage. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex? Oh, four. Four? Oh, you did roll low. That's too bad. He's not very combat ready. He is a professor at a college. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, Kurza, unable to be surprised and thinking about his next meal, uh, you get to go first. Okay. And so is this like a rat swarm that's like in one space? Um, they, I would say that they are a little bit spread out, um, maybe occupying two tiles if we're talking, uh, if it's three tile wide. Okay. But for all intents and purposes, it, we're, I'm counting it as one enemy. Okay. That makes sense. And there's maybe yeah. three or four dozen in this particular swarm. Um, everybody give me a perception check. Please. Ooh. 20. Mm. Uh, seven. Uh, 21. 10 for me and 23 for uh, Good old Uncle. Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie. <laughs> um, so pretty much everybody except for Otto and Eero, um, you can tell that there's something different about this particular swarm of rats, um, all of the rats that are down here. Okay. Um, you're not sure if it's because it, this is a different environment and maybe they evolved differently here um, over a long period of time, but there's definitely something uneasy. And in fact, Professor Franklin Graves, I would say with your background and kind of your just natural way of being, you can tell that these particular rats seem to not have the same life force in them as normal rats. Like they might be, be undead rats. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. And there are <clears throat> an odd number of eyes on each of these rats. Oh, great. So they are undead. It, I don't know if professor Franklin Graves relays that I would assume. Well, I, that's my favorite enemy and so i would get like bonus damage and stuff to them and you rolled didn't you roll like a 22 or something like that yeah yeah so yeah you you definitely see the eyes um and you you're i think you're probably suspicious of okay. their undeadness great <clears throat> okay so for my turn i would like to maintaining that center space move up to attack them <laughs> you don't have to no Okay. I you just to. sounded you sounded like you didn't really want to. <laughs> no, I have a lot of complicated stuff coming up, so I'm just gonna want to make sure that I'm getting it all. Okay. And I will say, uh, Otto and Eero, while while this is all going down, it's kind of a lot of things happening at once. While you guys didn't roll super hot on your perception, there is something that you two picked up that the rest of the the party did not pick up, and that is you feel lighter. Like you don't feel like your mass or your volume has changed or anything, but you feel like you just, you almost I, feel I, like you're I not as thin. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Just feel springy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you feel like, um, 
like gravity has changed. Yeah, like you have to work to keep your contact on the ground. It's you're not floating away or anything like that because I mean the the ceiling is so low anyway. Um, so keep that in mind as you're choosing your attacks. You guys are on your hands and knees, so some of these things might be a little bit more difficult. But Otto and and Eero, you guys have this sensation of just being almost like you're swimming, but you're not in water, if that makes sense. All right, Kurza. So there's a lot of rats. And yeah. I, I guess I'm just going <clears throat> to go to that center spot and I'm going to attack the ones that are within reach. Okay. Okay. First attack is a 10. That's a hit. Yes. Okay, great. Okay. So I'm just going to roll on my attacks and then I'll roll damage. Um, as part of my first attack, if um, I can roll a second attack, which is a uh, 17. That's a hit. And then I take my regular second attack, <laughs> which is a 12. That is also a hit. Oh, and I guess maybe I should have rolled damage just in case I killed these guys, but I'm stupid. It's okay. Well, here's the first damage, which is five piercing. Okay. Okay. Second damage, since it's my special attack, gets an extra 1d8, ooh, which makes it 16 piercing damage. Okay. And then my final one, six piercing damage. So I think that was five, 16, and six. Cool. Yeah, you you did a number on, on some of these rats here. <laughs> uh, something you did notice, though, is... Oh, uh, and if they're undead, they all it's actually plus two to each one. To each attack. So that's a total of six extra damage. Yeah. Cool. That definitely helped you out because as you were starting to attack these rats um, and you're going in with your fork, I think you said. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Something you noticed as you were taking them out, it's a little difficult to do because these things scurry quite a bit. You're well-trained in killing rats. So it's kind of surprising you that this method of, trying to kill them is not quite as effective and it might okay. just because they're moving around so much or it okay. might be something to do with their weird nature another okay. thing you notice is as you are picking them off one by one uh, as as they come off of the end of your trident or your fork uh, they don't fall to the ground quickly they kind like of float, float. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay and and it's peculiar, but it catches your catches your attention. Okay. Now, I'm afraid to say it is the rat group number one. Ooh, really quick, I use my oh. bonus action to yes. enter into my tunnel fighting stance. <laughs> Which what <clears throat> describe that? Well, the stance or the rules. <laughs> I doubt there are a ton of rules. Well, I get free opportunity attacks. Don't know if I believe you until the beginning of my next turn. I don't. I don't. This is the rules. You approved my character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just trust that you're not trying to pull one over on me, right? This is a real thing. Okay, and I I'm will gonna I'm gonna rely it. on the rest of the group to help me wrangle you. So here's the rules. If you want to know, okay. Since you don't know, uh, I can <laughs> using my bonus action, I can enter into a defensive stance. Okay, because I'm fighting in tunnels. Uh, the stance lasts. There is the qualifier of because you're fighting in tunnels. Well, no, I can do it anywhere, but the, the, so you know how, like, 
you know, you get to pick your fighting style like archery or duelist or two-handed fighter or right. Okay, well, tunnel fighter is what I picked, and it lets me use my bonus action to enter into a defensive stance uh, that lasts. Tunnel until fighter. The yes. It's legitimately called. <laughs> you got the Alex nod. I have to accept it. But <laughs> oh no, I'm looking at it right now. It's under Thurkana, light, dark, and under dark. Yes. Uh, wow. I, I assume this is the first time this has ever been used uh, <laughs> since it's come out. Yeah. I know. One hundred percent. This is definitely that. I someone yeah, should this... contact Wizards of the Coast and be like, hey, hey somebody did it. It's come in handy once. <laughs> no, because here's the thing: everybody used it when it came out because it's so overpowered. <laughs> because people would combine it with things like either sent the sentinel feet or the polar master feet and then they I mean, would just... when you're making broken characters it doesn't mean you're <laughs> playing them yeah true <laughs> that's true yeah you're very now, i've made a well, lot of <laughs> with interesting I, rules made a lot of characters this is not the first time i've used tunnel fighter but this is the first time i've been in a tunnel <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> with rats of all things i envisioned yeah. it just being hordes of kobolds running after me but yeah. well, um it's so the just stance, dinner yeah the stance lasts until the beginning of my next turn while in this stance i can make opportunity attacks uh without using my reaction mm. but i can also use my reaction to make another... an attack against an enemy that moves more than five feet within my reach okay so they don't have to trigger my opportunity attack. They just have to move by me and I can use that reaction. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. And that, and that replaces some other fighting style that he would be, you know, that yeah, is all, usually all more well. useful. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This yeah. Is, and, no, no, and well, the, other well, thing, well the other thing that I feel like balances it out in this case is how dependent I am as a ranger on my bonus action. So like I don't get to do Hunter's Mark, which would have given me a lot of extra damage there. And I don't get to use the um the feature of my magic weapon which allows me to bite every turn so okay you know so cool. curza the tunnel warrior <laughs> well think about it he was yeah. born he lives in the caves you know there's gonna be a cw show about you someday <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's like legend of the seeker except it's legend of the tunnel fighter <laughs> <laughs> when does uh kevin Sor sorbo uh guest star no, in it. no not him hoping for the other one <laughs> yeah Zena chick yeah nope was, nope it's gonna be kevin sorbo <laughs> nope yeah. that's who yeah he's gonna be dressed as a lizard playing your character <laughs> sorry it's kevin sorbo in tunnel fighter um, <laughs> <laughs> oh all right i, I okay. asked for it so i guess so <laughs> okay so you're in your your tunnel defensive stance yes okay Right in the middle of this fifteen, this three space wide tunnel. I'm with Dash on this one. Um, okay. <laughs> what did he say? N nothing. Uh, <laughs> so okay, so that you all see this glorious tunnel defense stance, and uh, that's when Rat Pack Number One wants to retaliate against Otto for burning some of its own kind. So here this we one's go, Sammy Davis. Yeah. So they're going to do the Come on. they're they're going to try to swarm and they are occupying your space now, Mr. Auto Surgeon, and uh they're going to try to bite you. And that would be a 14 to hit. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh and they are just going to continue swarming around you right now. 
uh, Rat Pack number two's turn, if you can believe it. And they are going to attempt to uh, go at Kurza. But something you notice is they don't immediately go for you, Kurza. They kind of swarm over their own dead a little bit. And then they try to occupy your space with you and swarm on you. Um, And because they have consumed one of their or some of their own fallen, um, they won't be taking an attack, but they will occupy your space and are now swarming all over you. Since they had to move five feet to get into my space, can I use my reaction you can, them. but it'll. I'll, I'll put it at disadvantage because these things are just mauling and crawling all over you. So <sighs> it's not going to be like a, you know, an easy just hack kind of a thing. It does say more than five feet. Five feet would be to get into your space. That's a good point. Well, okay. So one of your, so your reaction, your opportunity attack didn't require a movement of any kind, right? Well, that would be them like moving away from me. Okay. That's a so normal that would, opportunity. Attack. That would be right. my normal opportunity attack, right. which I could do unlimited number of. Which they did not do. Right. They moved to you. Right. And so that would be, I could spend my one reaction to attack. But, uh, but Alex That's has a point. It does say here yeah. uh, more than five feet, which would right. assume at least another space. Right. Um, so, so I, no, I that's think, fine. Yeah, maybe maybe SOL this time. Okay, I guess I'll just waste my bonus action then on this <laughs> worthless fighting like, style. No one can get past you if they try and race past you. Yeah. You're then gonna stop fucked. them right away. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but yeah. if, they, if, they go, if they go straight towards you, you're like shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like all my preparation. <laughs> all right, uh, Dash. What does what does Eero do? Uh, well, I mean, where are the rats in relation to me? Because I, I feel like I was in the middle of the, of the line. Yeah. Of I, th- I think you're, you're not equidistance from both parties. Uh, you're closer to the rat pack that's attacking Kurza right now. Okay. Uh, the other, the other one is down with Otto and that's maybe 20, 30 feet down the corridors. Um, okay. And, so and given the fact that it's slope, you can't really see it happening, but you know that there's activity and you can hear Otto proclaim. And there should be a fireball in between us and Otto. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, well where, then, where I'm, the rats were? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, manifest my echo on the other side of the rats attacking Kurza. Cool. Okay, nice. and then they're going to attack. He's my echo is going to attack the rats with advantage. Yes. Um, but keep in mind this echo is also on its hands and knees. So yeah, that's all to get closer to bite the shit out of these rats. I mean, well, I mean, it's just like an echo, so it doesn't even really necessarily need to, like, have legs, you know? Oh, okay. It could just be, like, his torso. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just <laughs> a lot smaller, just it's, resized. It's, yeah, 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 he just, yeah, he's just like, yeah. Or he's just clipping through the floor, it's just his torso up there. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the child uh, Colin Robinson. Yeah, 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 God. <laughs> so horrifying. Okay, he's gonna attack. Anybody else watching season four of what we do in the yes. shadows? Yes. No. Of what? What we do in the shadows. Oh, I haven't got there yet. Sorry. There is a. Oh, it's disturbing. But anyway. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 21. Okay. That's a hit. Wait. No. That's a. It's an 18. Sorry. I can't. I was oh, mixing my numbers. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's an 18, not a 21. Well, it's still a hit. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's going to be seven damage. 
And then I'm going to use the extra attack. And that is a nat 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that, or we're just doing what we did with, or using Alex's rules for natural yeah. 20s. Yeah. yeah. So just uh, full, full roll plus bonus and then just one roll. No bonus. Okay. So, oh, nice. Okay. So that's going to be, uh, that's going to be 15 total damage. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and uh, I have a two weapon fighting. Does that mean I can attack with my other scimitar too? Does does uh, if your echo had both weapons drawn? I don't see why not. Or you can always as a bonus weapons. action attack with your offhand. Yeah, uh, and then two weapon fighting gives you your ability modifier to the damage on that. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. He's just playing like Echo Knight version of Dritt Stewart in here. Oh yeah. Uh, and that's gonna What's- be twenty two. What's better than two swords? Four swords. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be another uh, four damage. <laughs> and that's going to be it for that's my turn. A, that's a healthy turn. So your echo has, has massacred a large number of these rats. And much like Kurza, you are noticing that as, as the swords and whatnot, the scimitars are going hacking chopping these these uh these rats up they don't fall to the ground like normal um they kind of float down and um you are noticing and Kurza, you would have noticed this too that there seems to be a not normal blood coming out of these things there's like a very uh thick viscosity um black like almost like tar or really old motor oil coming out of these things. Um, cool. Okay. And nice. now we're on to Milo. Otto, you get to do something again. Right, I'm going to do something real weird. And uh, I, I, I encourage it. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to use my bonus action to uh, roll my giant sphere at me and the rats. So now we both you're to covered make- in it. Yeah. We both okay. need to make dexterity saving throws. Interesting. Auto must be cleansed. <laughs> and I got a 16, 17, 18. So I save. And the rat's got a 13. But what I'm going to do also is use my reaction. Can I use my reaction on my turn? You should That's be able to. You can do. Right. Um, yeah. I'm going to do absorb elements. <clears throat> Interesting. So oh, now I have so resistance fire. Oh. to... The, the triggering damage, which is fire. Okay. I absorb some of that fire. Uh, now, with resistance and half damage. Take quarter damage. It's only yeah. a quarter damage. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll take that. I'll eat that's that. That's pretty good, actually. That's, yeah. that, that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> I, I'm so, just imagining you like Kirby right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the rats take another 17 fire damage. Okay. Ooh. And I take half of 17 would be seven, no, eight. Eight. And so then you take four. four. I take four fire damage. Seems like a an, an okay. It's okay. Sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not bad. And now that I still have my action, I'm going to hit the rats, uh, I guess with my spoon. <laughs> it's, it's relatively let, let sharp, me, right? Let me <laughs> like let a me big bopper. Let me make this easier for you because uh, you hear all around you squeals of agony as these rats are burned to a crisp, 
and all of them disappear off your body. The ones that you had burned previously are no longer there. The ones that you just burned are no longer there. And you are now free of rats. Oh, no problem. You've killed them, but your, uh, your party, the rest of your party is still, still facing a swarm. So I'm just going to go, come on, uncle. (laughs) And I'm going to go a little bit down. uh, So I'm not within range of the fireballs damage at the end of my turn. (laughs) Uh, And uh, me and uh, uncle Charlie are going to hang out 10 feet away from the fireball, which is between me and the guys. Okay. Yeah. And the rest of the rest of your party, you guys, uh, you all hear the squealing and screeching of these rats in pain. Uh, burning away and you see the flicker of flame kind of off the walls of the of the tunnel the corridor and uh now we are was that the rest of your turn auto you're good used everything i mean he <laughs> yeah, even yeah. used his Please be done. Yeah. <laughs> all right alex uh i tried to use my Franklin reaction but... um i want to see if i can't will will you allow me to uh use thorn whip I want to try and just grab one rat, one animated rat to investigate later. Okay. That's what, that's um, what I want to try and accomplish. I have thorn to do it at, at a distance, or I could just try and like manhandle one. Yeah. Um, I think you can do that. I would say if, if you're trying to identify, are you trying to get a specific rat or just whatever the thorn whip can grab? Whatever it could grab, I'm trying to go for one that is moving as opposed okay. to one of the dead ones or one of the not moving ones. Uh, I'll give you guys a choice between you and Kurza, between Franklin and Kurza. Um, and I have a feeling I know which way you're going to go. <laughs> but uh, either you roll your attack at disadvantage or you roll a regular attack and Kurza has to roll a dex save. Oh, gotcha. I'm going to I mean, go disadvantage because I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to hurt Gerza. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he can hit, his person. I don't think he could break my AC. I say it's less about that. And just in the moment, like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to cause you damage. I'm going to take, take care not to. Okay. Get the just one that's little... hovering over my loincloth. You're right. Right. There we go. It, so just yeah, FYI, whip... just FYI, I did roll concentration and I got a, uh, 14 so for, for everything i did is like legit okay <laughs> <laughs> um right. so 17 to hit with disadvantage you got it cool you, your thorn whip comes out and you are able to snatch one it's almost like you're you're scraping off of Kurza, and then it wraps around one rat once it finally feels a good a good purchase nice and and you've you snagged one. What do you what do you do with it while it's in the thorn whip? Uh I, I just grab it and and just throw it into a jar, just like a glass jar that I've got in my pack. Okay. And just look at it and be like, well, what the feck are you? <laughs> uh and and your your suspicions are confirmed. You can totally tell that this is some sort of undead version of a that's, normal rat. That's not you're not supposed to have that many eyes. And that that does not. Um, re- you do not recall any sort of instance of that. You you've heard of pretty much an undead version of most things, mm-hmm. um, but the fact that these have different eyes and there are certain features about it that just are unsettling. Yeah, um, more than than just the fact that they're undead. 
yeah if it, it, i think i think i'm i'm like looking at it and feeling like like somebody has has put some sort of intent into this they've changed this somehow yeah. um that's and so i'm just yeah i'm studying at that point okay. these guys look like they've got it handled so i'm nice yeah. and safe in the middle <laughs> okay all right so uh that's the rest of your turn mm-hmm. cool all right back up to the top kurza you've got maybe a dozen or two rats still swarming around you and uh engaging with with Eero a little bit he's making quick work with the scimitar or his echo the mini Kurza or mini uh, hero yeah unfortunately i have almost no area control anything so time to take him out one by one baby also for what it's worth if they would only perceive me because of their dark vision i'm <laughs> invisible okay Noted. The giant fireball illuminating. From I'm behind. sure that doesn't <laughs> help my case, but I was going to let Caleb sort it out, you know? Yeah. Okay. I guess just regular attacks now. <laughs> Sorry. The real question is, do I keep my tunnel fighter going after this, or do I start using my bonus action to do more? <laughs> well, it's, damage? it's coming so handy. Uh, That one is 25 to hit. That's a hit. And I may as well roll my damage now. <sighs> Which is, I think, six. Uh, six damage piercing. I roll my extra attack, which is a uh, non-natural 20. And, ooh, there we go. That's a 11 to hit. Or 11 damage, sorry. Mm. Piercing. Hmm. Are these rats going to try and get past me? <laughs> or is this uh, my chance for unlimited opportunity attacks? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I can tell you you've taken out probably half of the remaining amount of rats with just just what you've done so far. Oh, God, you said like a dozen or two. And I was like, I'm going to fucking yeah. be here all day. No, no, just no. no. You're, getting, you're, you're getting multiple. <laughs> mul- you're getting like a shish kebab. Gotcha. You know, multiple I'm rats. Fucking, on your thing. Yeah. Mass murderer. Okay. In that case, then I'm going to use my bonus action to bite these motherfuckers. Okay. Which is a 17 to hit. That's a hit. And six piercing. Okay. And I would like you to roll a constitution. Say, please. Uh, 12. Okay. Noted. <laughs> okay. Cool. Fuck. Is 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 that your is that your turn? Um yeah. Cool. Okay. Um so then we are moving on to this rat group. There aren't many left, uh, but they are coming for you. They see you stabbing and chomping their yes. family. Come, you tiny rats. <laughs> and immediately <laughs> a dozen rats just all over you. Nice. Sorry, okay. poop? No, he I they did it what seems like asked. a poop. It seems like that was like they like they poop on you. Yeah. Yes. You're obviously not familiar Give me with your fecal matter. How no god I I regret opening that door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh does a seven hit Kurza. No. You must have weakened them and gotten into yes. their tiny rat brains a little yes. too much. Is a and giant apex predator eating them. <laughs> yeah, you're you're able to 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 fend them off in some way. And uh then we go to That's, that's it. That's right. It's Eero. Yeah, it's Damn. my turn. Uh so my echo is still up. 
Uh, oh, yep. yeah. And I forgot I ha- also had this other feature of the I got a third level uh, Unleash Incarnation. Basically, whenever I take the attack action, I can uh, make one additional melee attack from my Echo's position. So I technically have like, I don't know, six attacks. <laughs> Jeez, technically. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, you, this it's a good thing. Normally I would be upset, but I think you guys are going to need it. So, um, you know, uh, plus action surge. So who knows, you know? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what how happens. many attacks I can have. Okay. Um, uh, just a quick clarification, and Alex, you could probably answer this. Uh, yeah. With a two weapon fighting, I every time I take an attack action, I can make an additional attack with my offhand weapon. Is that a bonus action? Um, so, two weapon fighting should be that it just because anyone can uh, use their offhand weapon as a bonus action to attack. That's just something oh, okay. anyone can do. Um, but two weapon for, fighting means I get to add my ability bonus. score bonus to oh, okay. that. Okay. Because usually you can't. You've trained enough with both hands that you're gotcha. dexterous enough with your yeah. offhand that okay. you can okay. get a good cool. shot. All right. That that clears some things up. Okay, great. Um, yeah. So I am going to, I'm going to attack this swarm. Uh, do I still get advantage? Uh yeah yeah wait okay and I can't remember do you see through this thing's eyes or not uh not at this level at seventh level I'm able to concentrate and I can see through its eyes and I can send okay. it like away from me and stuff and cool yeah but um yeah okay it's gonna attack sweet yeah that's uh, twenty five to hit that's a hit okay it's gonna be six damage and then it's gonna make an attack with its offhand weapon that's gonna be twenty two to hit. And that's going to be eight damage. Okay. So between your moves and Kurza's moves, you're able to take down this swarm, the second swarm that came up behind you. Nice. And and they are now dispatched. And like the other times, you notice that these rats slowly fall to the ground. And uh, there's... in an unusual amount of dust that rises up when these rats hit the floor because of that lightness feeling in this corridor for some reason. Yeah. Um, and we are now out of initiative. Hell I yeah. Just, uh, I just turned to Balin who, who didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. I because I forgot to roll. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. Oh yeah. I forgot Balin was here. <laughs> he was just useless. Like, eh? All right, guys, my, my arm still feels a little off, you know, I'm, you know, And there I rest, dear listener. We will return here next week with the next chapter of The Forgotten Island. In the meantime, if you'd like to financially support our operation here at the Inn at the End, you may do so by visiting patreon.com slash inn at the end. And don't forget about our friends over at the Mimic's Treasure Shop on Etsy. Whatever you choose to do, dear listener, we will return here next week. Till then, grab your sword and keep on adventuring. <laughs>